And I'm like, man, it looked so awesome in the movies, you know, or like on Xbox. And now I'm looking at Earth, you know. So, like, how many times are you able to look at Earth and you're about to jump? So I'm just, I'm getting ready and I'm like strapped to this guy. And I turn around and, man, don't tell anybody this. Don't, especially my sons. I looked and I said, dude, I can't freaking do this, man. I can't. He's like, no, you can do it, man. I said, no, I cannot do this. He's like, bro, you can do it. Remember, just remember the steps. Like, I don't care about the steps. I'm about to jump to earth, right? You know, so he's like, just get ready, just get ready. And he's going, no, 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 no. no. So he's like, he's like, listen, here's what we're going to do. What we're gonna, and then he just pushes me and we jump out of this plane, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm falling, I'm falling, and everything ended up being great, and it was awesome, and I landed, and they did a video, and they did like, uh, 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 it's my life, it's now on it. So it was just weird, you know, so I, I, but I watched that video, so that's cool. Uh, but I was bungee jumping. But I feel that way sometimes about being used by God. You know what I mean? I mean, we just read it. We just read every single thing about it. God has told us that he wants to use us. Uh, God has told us that he's equipped us. God has told us uh, that we have everything we need. Jesus, the person who has saved us, the Son of God has just told us, you're going to do greater things than me, but we still let our fears and our doubts take over our lives. We still let our fears and our doubts infiltrate what God's told us to do, where God's called us to do, where God sent us to do, and we go, man, I don't know about this. And he's going, man, you're ready. I've equipped you. I've given you everything you need to accomplish this. And just like me looking out on planet Earth, that's the where we're at. We're going, man, God, I cannot do this. And he's trying to remind us that God loves the underdog story. He loves the underdog story. Say, God loves the underdog story. All right, a little better. Let's keep looking. Verse 13. And I will do whatever you ask in my name. This is Jesus talking, remember. So that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. Now, we get excited about these kind of verses, right? Like, there's some verses we read, and we're like, man, that's depressing. This is not one of those verses, right? Especially if like a high school student, because you just read, anything you ask in my name, I will give you. Anything in my name, I will do it. So there's like some 11th grader in here right now going like, in the name of Jesus, let Taylor Swift take me to the prom. You know what I mean, you know? No, I know what you mean. You're like, I'm feeling 20, I'm feeling Jesus' name. I'm sorry, that was horrible. Listen, so listen, that's not what that means, right? That's not what that means. Uh, you, you walk into class, and I know I've done this, and I know you've done this. You have not studied one ounce, right? You got this big test, and you're sitting there, you're like, in the name of Jesus, give me an A, Lord. Right? You know, and I've been there. How many of you been there? You've done that? I've been sitting there like, God, I didn't study for this test. God, I'm not even sure what class I'm in right now, but God, please help me get an A, Right? In the name of Jesus. That's what we say, right? In the name of Jesus. It's like, how many of you guys seen those State Farm commercials? Like a good neighbor, State. And it's like, give me a hot tub. Like that, that's what we think this verse means, right? Like a good Savior, Jesus is there. Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote that. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Don't steal that. I've already sent in the copyright and everything. I'm sending that to them. Uh, and they're going to say, stop writing songs. But listen, uh, so we, we kind of picture that, these verses like that. Like, man, we just uh, spin around, clap our hands, turn around, God, I want a boat in the name of Jesus, and boom, it's there. And that's not exactly what Jesus is trying to tell us. That's not exactly how it works. Look at this. Romans eight thirty seven. Got two of my favorite verses coming up. Check this out. In all these things, we are more than conquerors. Listen, through him who loved us. 
In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Look at this. This is one of my favorite ones in all the Bible. Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within, within us. Now there it is again. We just read both of these verses and it's going, man, you can do anything, you know, uh, exceedingly abundant than anything you could ask or imagine, man. You think it and God will do more. You ask it and God will show up. God will provide. So it's kind of confusing when we read it like this and we're talking about the power of God and God, we're going to ask and you're going to do it. And you promised us. You just said, Jesus, you told me I'll do greater things than you. Jesus, you didn't take Taylor Swift to prom in the name of Jesus. Like, what are you talking about here? What is greater than you? And he goes on to tell us what that means. Here are the boundaries that we have to play in within biblical context and the power of God. Check this out. It says, through him and whose power? His power. Put verse 14 up there again, please. Look, you may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. I'll read it again so it's up there. You may ask me anything in my name and I will do it. Man, it's through him, it's in him, it's his power. Man, I'll do exceedingly, abundantly more than anything you can ask or imagine. But it's in the pow- my power, not your power, that's at work within you. So here's what that means. Check it out. Everybody with me? Shake your head. You guys with me still? Check this out. I don't want to get boring with you, but check this out. You can ask, listen to me, you can ask anything in Jesus' name and he will do it. You hear me? You can ask anything in Jesus' name and he will do it if Jesus would have asked for that also. Does that make sense? So if Jesus would have asked for that, he's going to do it. So what it's saying is, man, I'm in Christ. He's in me. We just talked about it. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, you're a new creation through him, in him. So if Jesus would have asked for that, Man, he's going to do it. He's going to take care of it through him. And check this out. Look, oh, that's why this sanctification thing is so important. Check this out. The revolution within. God has saved us. Listen, God has saved us. Now he's changing us. We're becoming more like Jesus every day, or we should. Our purity, our identity, our desires are changing. So since we're becoming more like Jesus, don't miss this. Listen, since we're becoming more like Jesus, your desires are changing your desires are becoming his desires. Does that make sense? So the things that you would ask in his name are the things that he would ask because you're becoming more and more like Jesus. It's that word sanctified again, becoming more sanctified, becoming that revolution within. Something's happening to you. You can't explain it. Your purities are changing. Your identity's changing. Who you are, what you like, what you want to spend your time doing. Uh, uh, your desires are changing. So the things that you pray for, the things you ask for, the things that you're concerned about are the things that Jesus are concerned about. Does that make sense to anybody? Nobody got that. All right, no, no, you got it. Me and you, bro. Me and you, right here. Hurley. All right, so listen. Where am I at? Sorry. First one, I never spoke from an iPad. Uh, uh, so, sorry. Everybody say you're on page six. Thank you. There you go. So, listen. Okay. So, God shows us his grace, no doubt. So, here's what I want to say about the uh, Taylor Swift thing. If Jesus gives us his desires... This is a kicker. Now think about it before you answer. If Jesus 
gives us his desires, and our desires become his desires, and we pray in the name of Jesus, you know, Taylor Swift, would would Jesus pray for you that Taylor Swift would take you to prom? I don't know. Probably not. Maybe not, but maybe, you know. Don't go tell your parents, like, I learned tonight, I can pray for Taylor to come to prom with me. Don't do that, right. Would Jesus pray, listen, would Jesus pray for you that you would make an A on a test that you did not study a lick for? Would he do that? No, probably not. And again, that's where grace comes in. And no doubt, we get things that we do not deserve all the time. But, listen, I want to say this. Uh, Somebody write this down. Y'all write this down. This is a good one. Listen, work like it only depends on you, but pray like it only depends on God. So work like it only depends on you. Man, do every single thing you can like it depends on you, but pray and rely on God like it only depends on him. And he'll do the things that you cannot do because God loves an underdog story. We gotta love him. We gotta love him more than we love ourselves. When we become more like Jesus, our desires become secondary to his desires. And we love him more than we love ourselves. We love him more than we love anything else. Look at this, verse 15. Let's keep reading. If you love me, if that word love, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. God loves the underdog story, right? He loves it so much that he sends us uh, a game changer. He sends us the one who gives us the power to be able to make that upset. He gives us the power to be the Cinderella story, to be the underdog story. Look at this, 2 Timothy 1 Verse 7 says, for the spirit that God gave us does not make us timid. doesn't make us fearful or timid or afraid. Listen, it gives us power, love, and self-discipline. You've got the power. God has given you the power. Everybody say, I got the power. Okay. See, it takes like 30 minutes, but then everybody just gets it like all of a sudden. I got the power. That's a little worse. But anyways, listen, you got the power, right? God has given you that, man. It's that sanctified, man. I'm becoming closer and closer to Jesus. I'm becoming closer and more and more like Jesus. And I've got the power. Listen, throughout the entire Bible, check it out. Just a few more minutes. Throughout the entire Bible, and most definitely in this scripture that we've just read, Jesus is reminding us that we can do nothing apart from God. Nothing. It goes back to that desires, man. I desire this. I want this. Uh, I'm praying for this. Listen, 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 listen. I'm praying for this. But when you become more and more like Jesus, here's what happens. Check this out. You begin to start praying the things that Jesus would pray for. You begin to start being concerned with the things that Jesus is concerned about. I believe that Jesus is most concerned with people far from him. I just believe that. When you guys are talking about this Nicaragua stuff, when you guys are talking about inviting your friends, when you guys are going with this, check it out, just a few more minutes, guys, a few more minutes, this revolution within. When you guys start talking about those things, that's what Jesus is concerned about. That's what Jesus starts uh, uh, praying for. That's what Jesus would want to be a part of. So here's what I'm trying to say. If we want to experience a revolution within, 
If we want to experience a, a, a revolution in our own lives, a revolution in our student ministry, our church, our schools, we must become more and more like Jesus every single day. And check this out. It tells us that he sends us this spirit of truth, which obviously we know, if you don't know, is the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth. And just a few verses earlier, when Jesus is talking to his disciples, remember, he tells him, I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. Jesus looks at his disciples and says, I'm the way, I'm the truth, and I'm the life. And just eight or nine verses later, he says, I'm sending you the spirit of truth. You know what he's telling us? I'm sending you my spirit, my spirit to live inside of you, to give you power. You're able to do things, incredible things you can't even imagine. Listen to this. Jesus is not, Jesus is not trying to teach us to be strong. He is reminding us that we are weak without him. That's another one to write down. Listen, Jesus is not trying to teach us to be strong. He is reminding us that we are weak without him, without his spirit, the spirit of truth. You know, I told you I loved sports earlier. And me and my wife, man, again, I make a joke, but seriously, it's amazing. You know, she just loves, I think she missed like the bachelor one night to watch the all-star game with me. It's just amazing, you know, so... So we're sitting there, and here's what happens sometimes. Some of you guys, you watch ESPN a lot, you know. I used to watch it way more than I got married and had kids. But I watch, I watch a lot of ESPN. I watch a lot of sports. And there's this thing called the ticker. Anybody know what the ticker is? You know what I'm talking about at the, at the very bottom? You know, today it said Medlin uh, out for the season, Tommy Johns. Made me sad. I cried a little bit. So all that kind of stuff, you know, it's got the little ticker on the bottom. Well, there's something that shows up when you're watching a game on that ticker, and it's called the upset alert. You know what I'm talking about? Anybody seen the upset alert? It says upset alert. And what that means is like, uh, you know, Virginia Baptist Methodist Community College of finger painting just kicked a field goal and they're up on Alabama with, with, with uh, 40 seconds to go. In the name of Jesus, please let that happen. You know what I mean? So that's what Jesus would pray for, by the way. So listen. <laughs> but that's what I'm talking about. Like, so it would say upset alert. And so you know what I would do? And I'm thinking you might do the same thing. If you see something like that, Something so far-fetched, something so crazy, you're going, no freaking way. That, that team is beating that team. It's almost over, and that team might beat this team. It's called an upset alert. So, man, I'm turning the channel to watch that, to watch the team who's against all odds, all the cards are stacked against them, who has no power to defeat this team. But, man, they're about to win this game. Here's what I believe tonight. Check it out. I believe, bear with me, that there's an upset alert happening up in Reckless tonight. That there are students in this room, listen, dealing with fear, dealing with doubt, you know, uh, dealing with guilt. Maybe you did something to somebody. Uh, Somebody did something to you and you can't let that go. You're dealing with the pressure that all that becomes with, man. You're trying to live up to your friends telling you got to look like this. You got to dress like this. There's some girl in here uh, uh, not eating or doing something with their body because somebody told you you got to look this way and you're not pretty if you don't. And that's bull crap, by the way. But listen, there's a guy in here that feels like he's not good looking enough or, or extroverted enough or popular enough or not smart enough. And here's what God 
God's trying to tell you tonight, there is an upset alert about to take place because the power of God lives in every single believer and you can overcome those things through his power. You've tried to do it on your own over and over and over again and you wake up and you continue to fail. You continue to go, God, why do I feel like this? You lay in bed and say, there's gotta be more to life than this and there is and his name is Jesus. So tonight, there's an upset alert and here's what I believe. There are students in here tonight that say, God, it's it. Tonight is the night. Tonight is the night that I win this battle through you, in you, through your power, through your spirit. Listen, I'm almost done, guys. Hey, chill out. Listen, almost done. Listen, tonight is the night that you say, man, I'm giving up those fears. I'm giving up those doubts. Man, it's hard And no doubt it's hard, but listen, every single day, my prayer is to become more and more like Jesus. And my prayer is to understand that I'm not strong, that I'm weak without you, God. Let's pray together. God, my prayer is just that in the next few minutes, these students would experience your power. God, I pray they already have. God, that they would be rejuvenated. God, that that second wind would come in. God, that, that this, this young man uh, that's sitting in this room, God, that feels like he can't measure up, that he's not like his dad or his mom or his best friend or some celebrity. God, I pray tonight that he would remember, that he would understand that God has equipped him and only him to do what only he can do. God, that young lady who's given her body away to some boy because he's saying, uh, he won't love her if she doesn't. God, I pray today, you, tonight you give her the power to say, I'm done with that. God, my prayer is that a student or a leader in here who's dealing with fear, with anxiety, God, with doubt, and saying, man, I'm too, I'm too fat, I'm too skinny, I'm too short, I'm too tall, I'm too dumb, I'm too young, whatever that is. God, I pray tonight they'd be able to release that, that God, your power would lift them up. That, God, when we can't walk anymore, your power carries us. God, I pray for the person that says that they're never going to measure up. God, that they've tried over and over and over again. They continue to fail. God, I pray tonight is the night that your power picks them up. God, that they have the strength, God, to come down here. I got to get on their knees and say, God, tonight, take my life. Take over. God, that tonight this upset alert is going on because the power of God, through the spirit of truth, we're being reminded that we can overcome any and every obstacle in our way. Jesus, you told us that we can do greater things than you did. God, I pray that tonight we would understand that through Jesus, Not only could we experience greater things, but God, my prayer tonight is that we recognize that Jesus is the greatest thing. God, my prayer tonight, if there's a kid in here who's never a student in here that's never uh, even had that first uh, experience of salvation, man, there's a kid in here going, God, I don't know uh, what the heck he's talking about because I'm not even experienced the first part of that. God, I pray tonight is the night. God, they talk to a small group leader. God, they talk to me. They, call, they talk to Todd. God, I pray tonight's the night they make that happen. God, remind us tonight that we're all underdogs. I'm an underdog. 
God, their student pastor's an underdog. Their small group leader's an underdog. God, and you love the underdog story. God, I pray tonight for your spirit that it gives us power, that our chains are broken, that we experience freedom, the truth, Jesus, and we're set free.